Well, Merry Christmas. It is so, so good to celebrate the birth of Jesus with you here today. I'm so glad so many of you showed up in pajamas and some of you senior adults. I kind of wish that you'd put some clothes on, but that's okay. But we're, I'm so glad we get to celebrate the birth of Jesus here together. And I love being together as a church on Christmas Day, a day to celebrate the coming of our Lord, a way to celebrate Jesus and just being together as a church family. I remember uh, when I began the process of moving down here, I was finishing up the interview process to become the student pastor here at Westwood. And the final step in the interview process was for me to meet with a group of teenagers, a student body, in which they were going to interview me. And they kind of had the final vote of whether or not I should come. And the first question I got right out of the chute was this, Roll Tide or War Eagle, you have to choose. Now, as a Kentucky boy, I was like, what are you talking about? Okay? It's just, it's just a foreign concept to me. But then I moved here, and I'm like, oh, that makes total sense now. Right? Okay? Now, my answer was, I don't care. Okay? But if you give me free tickets, I'll cheer for your team. Right? So I'm always, always open to that. But that whole idea of you, you have to choose. You have to make a choice. Well, that's true also at Christmas. As we think about this, this truth of God sending his son, there's a, a point in which this is a great celebration in which we get to worship Jesus and remember him, but it doesn't just stay there. We have to make a choice about making a decision about him. We have to choose Jesus. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. If you've got your Bibles, turn to John chapter 1. The Gospel of John chapter 1. We kind of looked at John chapter 8 verse 12 last night in the Christmas Eve service of how Jesus came as the light of the world and those who follow him will not walk in darkness but will have the light of life. And we saw where, where John is making a case for why you need to believe in Jesus. In essence, this entire gospel, this entire book is an evangelistic tract. He's trying to lead you to faith in Jesus and prove that he is God's son. And in John chapter 1, he introduces Jesus as the word. We see John 1.1 in many ways parallels Genesis 1.1, the very first verse of the Bible, which says, in the, begin, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Well, in John chapter 1, verse 1, it's interesting how John kind of parallels the creation account with Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And as you read throughout John chapter 1, you realize that Jesus is the Word of God, who came as a baby come in a manger. What's interesting is that Jesus here in John chapter 1 is also referenced not only as the Word, but as, verse 9, the true light. John writes this, The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. You see, John is laying out for us the Christmas story. We see in verse 9 of how the true light 
is revealed. He says here in the text, the true light which gives light to everyone was coming into the world. Verse 9 is what we're celebrating here today as the body of Christ. We're remembering that God sent forth his son as a little baby born in a manger. That he is the eternal word of God who is the creator of the universe who's come forth in a little town just outside of Jerusalem. And as we come and we celebrate the birth, the miraculous coming of him into the world, we think about the beauty and the story of God sending angels and shepherds and magi to celebrate as an inauguration of God sending his son into the world. And he wasn't born at a nice place like Brookwood. He wasn't sent to a place where he could have safety from all of the dangers of the world around him. It was just him and his teenage mom and his earthly father, Joseph, in a manger, in an animal trough outside Bethlehem. The most humble of circumstances. But we have God himself in the most humble place coming forth and we're celebrating this truth that the true light has been revealed. He has come. The baby is here. And that's what we celebrate. But we have to make a decision personally about this child. Okay, it's just information if it, we don't make a decision. You see, the information about the birth of Jesus has to lead to transformation. And you have to choose. The first choice that we see here in the text is to reject him. We reject the true light. Look at verse 10. John writes this. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, yet the world did not know him. The world here, he uses his cosmos, and whenever you see the word cosmos show up in, in Scripture, it could have one of three meanings. It could be talking about the world, like the, the, the land that we're standing on, the earth. Okay, that's one, one option. Another option is the system uh, 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 that is working against God, which is what he's, he's referencing here. A world that says, you know what, we are against Jesus. We are against God. We see it in the world around us in which the world hates Jesus. They hate the light. They want nothing to do with him. We talked about this last week when we were looking at how the world wants nothing to do with Jesus. We saw with King Herod, he wanted to kill baby Jesus because he is a threat to his kingdom. And there are those here in the world who are rejecting the true light. But this has always been the world wants nothing to do with Jesus. So they rejected him. But notice that it wasn't just the world. It wasn't just the system that pushed back against Jesus. I want you to see also in the text that it was his own people. That's what he says there in verse 11. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. You see, even the Jewish people rejected Jesus. He was the true light, the one who was coming, the Messiah they were looking for. But they rejected him. They wanted nothing to do with him. The true light had been revealed. He was born in Bethlehem. But they rejected him. They wanted nothing to do with him. But then there was another group. There are those who choose to receive the true light. Look at verse 12. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of men, but of 
God. You see, those who receive him, those who believe and trust in him are born of God. This is not just a, a birth that comes because of your blood, because of your heritage, because of your pedigree. It's a work of God in which he brings you into the kingdom. You see, Christmas just is, 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 a, is a, a bunch of information about the birth of a baby if it does not lead to transformation. Coming to the point where you say, I'm going to receive the good news of Jesus. You see, Jesus was born once so that we could be born twice. He came into the world, and through him, he went to the cross to absorb God's wrath towards our sin. And the Bible says that he endured all of the suffering and the shame that should have been upon us. It was placed upon him. And the scripture says that he was buried, but he didn't stay dead. On the third day, he got up out that grave, and he is alive today. And those who trust in him, if you will receive him, the scripture says that you will be born of God, verse 12. But you have to choose. You have to make a decision. You see, you and I, we can't rest upon our parents' faith. We can't rest upon our grandparents' faith. You see, coming into the kingdom is kind of like going into a turnstile at an athletic event. Everybody comes in one at a time. And as it's open to whosoever, the whole world is invited. Everyone can come. But each individual must make that decision that I am going to follow for Jesus. And for many of us, it's at different ages. I was 18 years old. For some of you, it may be as a child at VBS. But no matter where you are today, you have to make a choice. Am I going to decide to follow Jesus? You see, there's a group that's going to reject him. We see that in verses 10 and 11. The world, God's own people, the Jews, they rejected him. What about you? Are you going to reject Jesus this Christmas? Are you going to say, you know what, my life is about me. I'm going to do what I want to do, and I'm just going to go my own path. I want you to know that leads to destruction. But the good news of the gospel is that you have the opportunity to be born of God. You can be born again, Jesus says in John 3. You can have a new life by trusting in God's one and only Son. Christmas is a celebration. We welcome Jesus into the world, but that must change us and make us more like him, to be drawn into the kingdom and to trust in Jesus. If you're here today and you have never chosen to follow Jesus, I want to encourage you that Christmas is not just about all of this. It's about you choosing to follow Jesus. I can't make that decision for you. I wish I could. But it's when you say, you know what? I realize I'm a sinner. I have messed up and I bring nothing good to the table. But God sent forth his son for me. And so I'm going to choose to give my life completely to Jesus Christ. You see, the true light, it's been revealed. We see that in Bethlehem. The true light was rejected. Many people even today reject the light. But the true light can also be received. That's what John's saying there in verse 11 and 12. You can receive him. No matter what you've done, no matter how bad your past, 
Even the mistakes that you've made this week, the things that you've said, the things that you've done, all can be forgiven through the precious blood of Jesus. You see, this baby grew up and became a man, and he died for you so that in him you can have eternal life and you can be born of God. But you have to choose. This morning, would you choose Jesus? Would you decide to follow him? I'm telling you, that is what Christmas is about. A baby born so that you can be born again in him. Let's pray together.